Man, this has been a weird one. I mean, seriously, it's been a weird one. Episode 45. Today on the Movement of Color podcast, Byron and I discuss impeachment and life after the impeachment. Yeah, it began weeks and months ago, all the stuff that led us to where we're at now, but we want to see where it goes next. My name is Brandon Payton Carrillo, and we should probably get started, like soonish. And soonish, pretty much right at the beep. Dude, uh, apparently Trump is acquitted. He gets to have a little newspaper now. That is true. It's like you can get a collection of all these um, Trump acquitted newspapers now. It's like two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds like not a lot, but that, that is actually a lot considering American political history. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, we still talk about Richard Nixon almost getting impeached. Yeah, that, like, I, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, he, so, like, he got impeached, like, they got to the Senate, and, like, they're about to vote him out, and it's like, no, he, basically all the evidence was out before, like, they even went, had a House vote, um, and, uh, boy, was it a shit show. <laughs> like, it, like, it was so obvious by then that he was guilty, he just bolted the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, he just was like, deuces, I'm gone, fuck you guys. <laughs> Ford, say, like, Ford, do your job, and he gave him a fucking pardon to uh, move on and heal the country. <laughs> yes. You know, um, that's one thing I can kind of give Joe Biden a little credit for, just not doing shit. It's like, you know, this is just going to play out. I'm not going to intervene. I'm not going to touch it. Let's just let it play out. Let's let the shit play out. Um, obviously, because he knew there was nothing politically to lose from it. But still, I kind of appreciate not pulling a fucking Gerald Ford. Yeah, I mean, that would have... Or, or, or pulling an Obama where it's like, yeah, we're not going to prosecute. <laughs> like We're not going to go after anybody. Yeah, which is definitely way worse. Um, but yeah, how, the, how did the numbers break down again? It was so the in order to convict, uh, you needed a two thirds majority, which because you have to round up, it's like sixty seven um, in favor, uh, sixty seven guilty. Um, but the dem, but the Congress was only able to get fifty seven. Um, all the all the Democrats um, and seven Republicans, uh, and those Republicans are Murkowski from Alaska, um, Rice from Maine, Romney from Utah, Cassidy from Louisiana, Toomey, which again I don't believe is a real name, um, from Pennsylvania, uh, everyone's favorite Ben's ass uh, from Nebraska, and then Burr from North Carolina. Who I like to call Dick Burr. Dick Burr. <laughs> Is he related to Aaron Burr? <laughs> yeah. 
For sure, for sure. I feel like that would that would be like that kind of like uh kind of uh DC like political tour fun facts, you know? Like like the the tour guide has nothing cuz you're just going through dead space like you're in between like monuments and it's like uh, uh, did you know that, uh, that, that the Congressman Burr from North Carolina is related to Aaron Burr? Is it true? Who cares? <laughs> you, you need, yeah, yeah, who cares? You need to fill in the dirt, you need to fill in the dead air. <laughs> yeah, that is one of those kind of things. Um, interesting enough, though, it wouldn't be shocking, considering, if you look at a lot of the politicians in state, particularly state, like, legislators, legislation bodies and shit. Um, a lot of those folks who are running things, their family has been running things for like generations. Yeah, some real like Caudillo shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some real patron politics. <laughs> and fucking, and the fucking Yankees uh, give a shit in Mexico for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we're just honest about it. Like everyone's, everyone acknowledges it. We don't like it, but we well, at least we acknowledge this is as a everyone acknowledges it as an actual political reality rather than like pretending it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Here we have this like faux veneer bullshit that oh we don't have an aristocracy. A, yeah. <laughs> so this isn't a political dynasty that we've had four generations of Kennedys in office. Oh, well, to be honest, know, well, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm willing to give the Kennedys a pass if only because the men keep dying. <laughs> okay. Like half right, of them I'll, don't live to be like fucking even governors. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Well, no pass for the Bushes. Oh yeah, no, the Bushes. Fuck them. Clinton's probably are already on their way. Uh, it's it's it, they're they're all terrible. Every single one oh. of them. Exactly. So, as we were, <laughs> impeachment. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that small uh, diatribe about American political dynasties. <laughs> yeah, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah, but that it's it's gonna be our our weird uh gre- our weird like beef uh, hyper specific beef is gonna be American political dynasties and uh, anti clericalism. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that we are deeply in favor of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, all right. So, how did this shit happen? How, 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 we know how we got here. Trump, you know, had a fascist insurrection that he, you know, coaxed on. But, like... Yeah, l- listen to that episode. It's like, I think it's like two episodes back. Yeah. How... Like the the political calculations of Republicans voting guilty were really, really like not in the Democrats' favor. Yeah. So I mean, to be honest, the the vote was always kind of like backwards on their whole like Ukrainian the Ukraine call uh, during that impeachment. The, the it was a bygone conclusion. Uh, the Republicans were gonna defend and protect uh, Donald Trump because he's he's their guy. Uh, well, there's a bunch of reasons. One of them was because you know he's a Republican, he's their guy. They want to uh, protect the legacy. Um, they don't want to give the Democrats any wins. 
Um, another is that, like, a lot of them are, like, probably genuinely afraid for their lives if they vote to impeach Trump. <laughs> like, uh, a bunch of them did almost die on, uh, on, on one six. Uh, you know, their, like, video came out of, like, oh, like, uh, okay, sorry for our internet beef, but, like, uh, people are like, oh, like, Mitt Romney was, like, a floor up, and, like, uh, the cop was, like, coming his way, like, running from the mob, and, like, <laughs> the, the cop did not stop running. <laughs> He's just like, hey, you should run with me. <laughs> and Mitt Romney and, like, his, like, aide or whatever, like, turned and, like, kind of, like, jogged <laughs> with him, jogged with the cop. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's not dangerous. Uh, no bullshit that, again, you can, it can be funny and incredibly, you can acknowledge that it's funny and incredibly fucking dangerous and like on just on a political level um at the same time those are yes. they're not con- they're not you know ex- you know they're not exclusive things you they they yeah. they can be true at the same time you can do you can you know eat your cake and walk too um in this case you can laugh and like understand the political ramifications if of like a congressman being fucking murdered um in the capitol <laughs> uh, by a fucking mob um uh you know, and, and I, you know, there's some folks who are like, oh, this is, you know, they probably just want to, like, fuck with him. Like, at, at worst, he probably would have gotten, like, one punch or something. I don't think any of these people have, like, been to riots <laughs> or, like, pro- or, like, situations where, like, the normal rules of society have broken down, uh, you know, for, for, for good or bad. Um, yeah. Sh- like, people will do shit that they would have never otherwise done. Um, I've seen, like... I, I've seen people who I, I can't I, I need I can't be too specific about this because like <laughs> uh, I can't be too specific because it has to do with like Santa Ana politics. But like, you know, I've seen people fucking like break windows and like uh, throw back like tear gas and shit who, you know, are fairly prominent. And, and, and I know them after they're like they don't do that on like a daily. They're not like fucking uh, riot people. They just happen to be political people who happen to be at a riot who saw mm. the, the, the normal rules of society break down and were like, well, fuck this. I'm angry and I want to do something now. Um, and then they go and like break a window or some shit. This, this is no different. This is no different from what had happened um, in the Capitol. Uh, the normal rules broke down and like, again, they were calling like hang Mike Pence and like fucking calling for a bunch of mur- the murder of people. There were people there who were, you know, like Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, Super Centers, uh, a couple fast groups um, who were more coordinated and kind of knew what they were doing and had plans. Um, and, you know, or maybe, you know, all it takes is just one fucking guy to just beat someone to death. You know, for yeah. it doesn't even have to be the crowd. It, it, just, it just could have been one fucking dude and like no one doing anything about it. Um, so, yeah, no, fucking... It meant Romney would, like, kept walking. Like, if the cop, like, went a different fucking route, Mitt Romney could have fucking died for all we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Mike but, Pence only had a few yards and, like, a couple doors, like, two doors between um, him and, like, you know, him, his, like, entourage and, like, the fucking mob. Uh, you know? Uh, things, again, if, if things have been a little different, we would be... We'd be having a very different conversation right now. We'd be having a state funeral for both of them. <laughs> Mike Pence would be laying in state uh, yeah. on in the in the rotunda, um, you know. And sadly, 
like whenever someone tries to like unzip their pants and like piss on his grave, uh, we would be uh, politely but very sternly asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't piss today. Oh, I can't piss. <laughs> like boo. <Yeah. laughs> Let me piss on the America? vice president's corpse. <laughs> yeah. It'll help with it'll help with the uh, with the decomposition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're helping nature. <laughs> but okay, I'm gonna give Mitt Romney a little bit of boss points, just because. All right, he ran for his life. I think most of us would probably do that when faced with a murderous mob. Uh, however, he still had the cojones to vote guilty on the dude who inspired and directed this uh, murderous mob, where the majority of the other Republicans who were under their fucking desks Praying to God, oh, don't kill me. Hopefully they don't find us. God save us. Those assholes voted not guilty. I mean, obviously they have reasons why. And I get it. And it's stronger than any integrity or sense of moral obligation to their communities or constituents or, or, even like or basic, country. Or even basic self-preservation. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they they voted not guilty as an affront to any kind of real decency. So, as much as Mitt Romney was kind of like a Patrick Bateman, you know, oh, yeah, you know, full of mendacity when he was running for president in 2012, uh, at least now he, he's just like, all right, fuck it, he, you're not going to make a fool of me. Yeah, I mean, like, for, for Mitt Romney, there's, like, some specific... Um, th- there are some things we do need to acknowledge. One is that, like, he never liked Trump. Um, I, uh, or at least of of all the Republicans who had to, like, bend the knee after Trump won the inauguration, like, he was definitely one of the ones who, like, he hated them the most. Uh, yes. Mostly on, like, oh, how dare you, like... You know, because Mitt Romney's a fucking Mormon, and, like, he, he's, a, he's a fairly devout Mormon... Uh, he's from Utah, which historically has, like, not liked Trump. Like, they're, they are, like, Utah is, like, the one state where never Trump Republicans are, like, actual voters and not, like, Republican Party operatives who just don't like him, you know? Yeah. Um, they, they do exist in Utah. Um, and, like, he's pretty sure that, like, if he voted against, um, you know, Trump, he could, he could definitely keep a seat. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely the also again he was one of the ones who was like lives was in most direct danger, and he had like the least number of people with guns between him and the mob. Like Mike Pence had like a whole Secret Service entourage. Uh, Mitt Romney was like was a fucking aide with like a fucking like what, what was he what was his aide supposed to do? Throw a fucking like a. Uh, a uh, legal notepad at the mob yeah. as they were rushing towards him. Like, what the fuck was the plan? Like, he didn't have anybody to. It's like the cop who like could have protected him was like running as he was telling him to run too. <laughs> that cop was not gonna stand his ground or whatever. No, and he he pulled a oh shit, 
You need to run too. Let's like get a, the fuck a, out a of moment here. of clarity of realizing just how, of like, of, of like, oh, I'm not immune from like political violence that I inflict on everyone else. <laughs> I I can be a victim for once. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that, that, but that's Mitt Romney. That's like the weird specific shit that's going on with Mitt. Yeah. <laughs> Mitt so. Antifa has the moral high ground. Romney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did say that. Yeah. Uh, good. Good for him. Good for Mitt. <laughs> I mean, he's. I mean, he's. He's still. You know, he will get his comeuppance at the revolution. But you know, until then. <laughs> yeah, he might not be burned at the stake. He might. They might. We might allow him to commit harikari. It's like, okay. <laughs> the Mormon equivalent of it. Yeah. Um, so, we had this show trial. Trump is acquitted. Uh, what now? Like, what's, what's the new happening? What does all this mean? I mean I'm lost. It's, I mean, that show trial itself was like, ridiculous in that it was all done in five days <laughs> which is like the quickest uh impeachment trial like it, um like ever um you know there was there was no witnesses okay that's not that's not true there was one witness whose testimony was was put into the record it was one of the uh republican uh house members um her like it was about her like her overhearing a call between one of the House, one of the Republican leaders, um, and like Trump, basically like Trump, basically coming up to the f- like owning up to the fact that like these were his people and he wasn't gonna do shit, um, uh, and uh, yeah, like that. There was this whole big fight over like, well, you know, over because like you know the the dem the Democrats and for some reason like were like okay, there's not there's not gonna be any witnesses in this trial. Uh, we're just gonna have the arguments and an up or down vote, um, and then, you know, th- this thing came forward and it was like, well, we can't put it into the re- there's a bunch of formal bullshit where it's like we can't put it into the record because there's no witnesses and this would be a witness uh, testimony, um, and the Democrats were like, okay, well, let's just vote to bring in witnesses, and they voted to bring in witnesses and they won, uh, um, and. Uh, and then, like, the Democrat, the Republic, like, the Trump's lawyer was like, well, if we're going to bring in witnesses, you didn't put a limit on the number of witnesses, so I'm just going to, like, put in a fuck ton of witnesses um, and basically make this thing last forever. Um, and the Republicans were like, yeah, this, this is cool. Like, who can make this last forever? Um, Democrats would just never be able to pass anything through the Senate because the Senate's too busy with impeachment. Um, and the Democrats started freaking the fuck out and were like, oh shit, uh, this is bad. So they made a deal with the Republicans where, okay, they won't bring in witnesses, but they will accept the one witness from that Republican Congresswoman, uh, and her, and her testimony. Uh, but then that's it. There's not going to be any more witnesses. All this happened within the span of like two hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Like I remember on Twitter where like someone was like, yeah, so, like, I was about to take a nap, and I saw that the, we're going to do witnesses, and I was like, okay, that's cool. We get to, like, hear some testimonies. We get to, like, hear a bunch of, like, dumbass politicians. Because, again, like, the people voting on 
impeach, voting on uh, whether to uh, uh, convict or acquit um, Trump, we're also going to be witnesses. Um, <laughs> so there is going to be a lot of room for like fuck ups and gaffes and like people putting their foot in their mouth. It, would, it was going to be great. It was amazing. It was going to be very funny. Uh, but then like this person went to sleep and then they woke up like an hour later and they were like, uh, actually, no, they're not going to do it anyway. And actually they already voted to, uh, acquit Trump. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, shit happened so fast. <laughs> it was so fast. <laughs> so fast. Anyway. So, so that was that moving. Okay. So we move on to actual political repercussions of this one. Trump is, is going to be allowed to run again in 2024 um like the only way you can not run for president is if you are impeached and then the senate votes to bar you from office um that would be invoking the 14th amendment because there's like a uh, there's a line in that's like oh if you did like treason or some shit or um like insurrection or rebellion like you're not allowed to run for anything um, that, that would have been a simple majority vote in the Senate. Uh, and then, uh, so there's that. Another thing is that, like, well, well, for one thing is that, uh, political violence, and I have to be very, I, I have to be very specific because political violence is kind of like a very broad term, uh, one in, in what it means and then two on who is, it is inflicted. Like, police, you know, shooting a black guy, uh, an unarmed black man, uh, for, like, selling cigarettes. That's political violence. That That's pretty obviously political violence. Um, it is violence being done by the states um, to discipline a commu- uh, disenfranchised community. Um, that's, yeah, that, that's political violence. Um, it's okay because the, it's the state doing it. Um, but, you know, a mob... You know, the Ku Klux Klan, uh, you know, lynching folks. Um, that's political violence. It's not official state violence. It's not official state violence, but it's kind of given the uh, go-ahead by, like, local and even state-level um, politicians and political systems. So that's a kind of, like, middle ground um, in terms of legality. Uh, but then there's, like, this full-on political violence of, like, Neo-Nazis trying to, like, blow up, uh, you know, a fucking federal building with Timothy, mm-hmm. with, uh, Timothy Bouvet, um, where there is no state sanction. The target is the state or members of the state. Um, and uh, I, I think if, if, you know, both of us as, as kind of, like, anarchists uh, kind of have I've already mentioned before, the state doesn't like it when you fight against it. You do not bite the hand that feeds um, and it can go real fucking hard, real fucking quick, uh, if you even threaten it for a little while. Uh, in this case, that would be the mob violence on on the first of uh, on the sixth of of of, uh, of January on at the Capitol, yeah. where there's no sanction, there's no state sanction of either tacit or explicit. Um, the victims were like Congress members, senators. Uh, their congressional staff, um, just random ass, you know, police, uh, who were at the scene, um, who weren't part of the mob, (laughs) um, you know, all that stuff, uh, that, that is fully unsanctioned state violence, uh, or or, or fully unsanctioned political violence. 
but, you know, historically, political violence have been done towards the disenfranchised, towards the working class, towards black and brown people, towards immigrants, uh, you know, the, you know, towards, you know, Japanese during Japanese internment, uh, you know, um, indigenous, you know, Native American groups with, uh, you know, just full on extermination, genocide. And then with the reservation system, uh, with the government not doing anything with all like the indigenous women being murdered constantly, um, all that shit. That historically has been political violence that is okay, or at least tolerated to a certain degree. Um, mm-hmm. There may be a few people hemming and hawing in the state, but uh, generally it's whatever. Like, the state doesn't give a shit. Um, this is a form of state violence where it's towards those on the top. Uh, you know, that's occasionally happened. We've had a few, you know, with JFK, RFK. There's a lot of conspiracy theories behind that, but we're not going to go into that. Yeah. Where the victims are members of the ruling class. But it's by, like, people who are just, like, weird, you know, cranks, uh, you know. Or, or, or like, Anna, or Raphael like, Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like, uh, you know, back in the olden days when anarchists uh, used to kill people all the time, uh, you know, were killed by anarchists with, like, a bomb or some shit. Um, that was rare, uh, but it did occasionally happen. But that was, you know... Towards the upper class by... But it was done by members of the, of the lower class. Or, or people outside of the state. This is different because the mob was basically... At least they believed they were acting under orders of the president. Of multiple congress members. Uh, multiple senators. Who were like backing Trump and the, the conspiracy theory that the election was stolen from them. So this is a rare... An incredibly rare form of political violence. Um, where it's members of the state, knowingly or unknowingly, inflicting political violence on other members of the state. So, it is friendly fire, but not so friendly. Yes. Yeah, it, it is... That That is the kind of floodgates that this has has done because if we have I, I remember reading this one uh kind of thread on twitter um uh, where it's like uh it like what's the point of you know having impeachment in the constitution if it's never fucking used because ne- impeachment's never actually gone all the way through people have either resigned or they just died of old age or whatever mm-hmm. well at least when it comes to political actors um there's a few judges but that's kind of the exception but no like actual politician has been impeached uh, or successfully impeached and convicted. So, like, the person saying, like, well, if... What what the fuck do we have it then? Like, it, it's not useful for anything. In, in this one case where it's pretty clear that uh, there is, like, a genuine argument to use it, it can't even work because the system is too either unwilling or outright incapable of actually doing it. Um, so what's the fucking point of it? Like, this... It's... The, you know, the Constitution... It would just not be worth the paper it's written on. <laughs> uh, and again, that's 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 where I'm particularly worried. Um, you know, whether you know, I don't really give a shit if like Grant Romney died or whatever. But uh, what I am worried about is that you know, uh, political violence has kind of jumped another level, um, where it's 
you know, now now basically Congress, you know, Congress members can like basically sick mobs on people, um, you know, and it's like okay, that's gonna suck going forward. Uh, I'm I kind of I've made this little tweet where it's like. I guess everybody's just gonna f- copy Huey Long and just have their own private paramilitaries <laughs> guarding them and like making sure that like base everyone's gonna have their own fucking paramilitary now <laughs> to make sure their rallies aren't like bombed or whatever. Yeah. So obviously we we we've seen this before in history. It's, it just sucks how much it just rhymes. History just rhymes so much. All the brown shirts, all the black shirts, all the blue shirts. There's probably a green shirt out there somewhere, yes, right? Brazil. Brazil uh, with their... They had this weird, like, hyper-Catholic, monarchist, anti-democratic, but also very decentralized form of fascism called integralism. It's wild. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they had the green shirts. <laughs> See, there we go. They all have colorful shirts. Um except for the black shirts because that's the absence of color. And um, it's a good look, but not what it stands for, obviously, in that political context. But, you know, black shirts are fucking cool. Um, (laughs) Not not, uh, black shirts as in the item, not the people. (laughs) Yeah, the item. (laughs) Be very specific about this. Thank you. To be honest, you know, because Hugo Boss made all of fucking made all of the stormtroopers uniforms. So, oh yeah. They you know, next time you, you buy Hugo Boss or anything, just remember the the creator the 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 founder of, of Hugo Boss uh, clothesware uh, literally was a Nazi um, and made all their uniforms. Exactly, exactly. That's another one of those fun facts I would hope you'd hear on a Washington tour. <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially after a fascist insurrection succeeds here. Do you, want to, do you want to know why the SS were so fly uh, and why, like, weird uh, internet weirdos love them so much? Hugo Boss. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, all right. Back to political <laughs> violence. <laughs> Back to political violence. So, yeah, everybody's going to have a paramilitary. Something's going to happen like that. Um, <laughs> the, the squad is got uh, each member of the squad will have a squad of bodyguards. <laughs> Yes. It's it's all going to be like uh uh like uh veterans from like the fucking uh like uh American volunteers who went over to uh Syria to fight for the to fight for Rojava. <laughs> you know it's not going to be those guys. <laughs> it's not going to be those guys. But it would be yeah. funny if it was. Like yeah. I can just imagine like Brace Belden uh fucking uh like defending AOC with his life. <laughs> It's going to be the Jacobin reading crowd. <laughs> it's going to be like Megan Day or something. <laughs> that's, gonna be, that's who's going to protect the AOC. Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got up our game with our, <laughs> our you know, uh, armed rebellion. We're not looking too good. But yeah, all those Republicans, like... I think what's her name, Marjorie Green Taylor. Like, she has like oath keepers, like patrolling and monitoring her rallies. So I mean, it's already it's already going there. It's already happening. It's already happened. Yeah, I mean, like uh, there was, uh, like last year, I think, 
or two years ago in in Washington, there was like this gun gun bill, like gun control bill that was passing through, mm-hmm. um, and like a couple uh, like Republicans, like basically enlisted the help of like some militia guys to hide them in like Eastern Washington. So that, so like they couldn't actually go through with the vote. So they wouldn't have quorum. So they couldn't vote for it. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like they had armed so- militia guards, like making sure that like, uh, fucking, uh, Washington police couldn't like get them and force them to come to the Capitol and like, uh, make quorum. That's nuts. Yeah. And, and and the thing is, when the state, and it's going to be like that, particularly with the state kind of in control of the, by the Democrats, uh, we'll see if these reactionaries ever get control of the levers of power. I'm pretty sure they will. And I think the Democrats will just give it to them. It'll be another like, oh, crap. We didn't fix the Electoral College. Damn it. <laughs> oh, no, we have power. We don't want this because that means we're, well, we actually have to f- fulfill our promises. <laughs> our already exactly. watered down promises. Why? Why? Why us, God? Why us? <laughs> so, yeah, it's. You're going to get Nancy, more of that. I bet Nancy Pelosi was like. Uh, like in her office with her aides, like flipping a coin to see, like, okay, is it gonna be the black guy or the Jewish guy uh, who we want to intentionally fail in Georgia? <laughs> we only want one. <laughs> we don't want to actually control Congress. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit! Obviously, the Jewish guy lost the uh, the coin flip, but he, he wound anyway. up still winning. Yeah, because yeah. because the Dems were because like the the actual. Because all the black people who were, like, doing the fucking... All the black women who were doing the hard work of canvassing did too well. <laughs> yeah. Nancy Pelosi was, uh, like, crying in her office, like, fuck! <laughs> I need more Jenny's ice cream! <laughs> oh, God. I hate that we know what that means. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, it's uh, it's the we're entering into the Weimar Republic stage of our society, <laughs> where there's uh, just paramilitaries everywhere. Uh, political violence is just kind of like slowly becoming the norm. Um, you know, it's it's uh it's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna suck. It is, it is going to suck. I mean, but it may at least be it's going to suck. But at least it will be interesting because there have been some developments. In the GOP, um, where there may be a split coming. That's right. Let's talk about the splits. The splits. Multiple. Yes, multiple. So, if all three happen, it's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, So, there's kind of like... So, you know, after this whole insurrection and a bunch of Republican... uh, You know, a bunch of Republicans almost dying to a mob um, because the president... Because they thought the president told them to, um, you know, it was uh, came a bit of a shock. Um, kind of everyone, you know, they. Uh, I, I hate you know, you know. Uh, I, I I I hate the quote because it has it has a connection with Julie Savola, the super fascist, 
yeah. <laughs> where it's like, you know, ride the, they rode the tiger. They, you know, t- tiger sim- symbolizing fascism. Where it's like, okay, they're they're on this thing where like the conservatives are like riding the riding this kind of fascist wave, thinking they can control it, and then realizing that they have absolutely absolutely no fucking control. <laughs> uh, and then they've been to- they got tossed off, and they almost got fucking eaten by the tiger. So that's basically what happened. Uh, they barely got they barely made it out alive, um, and now they've had to like come to terms with like, oh right, our party is now con- like. The majority of our base are fucking conspiracy theorists uh, who think like uh, the like uh, liberals are coming to like fucking uh, turn them like like trying to bimbofy them with the water or whatever, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and gonna take away all their guns and it's gonna turn all their kids gay. Um, you know that trans people are gonna eat their fucking babies. Um, all this other fucking horrifying shit. Um, they think the world's controlled by Jews or whatever or like aliens or whatever the fuck. Um, alien Jews. Well, again, all the conspiracy theorists always lead back to Jews. That that's how the conspiracy <laughs> theorist brain works. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's because like they've been feeding them that shit for like forever, thinking they can like use it, like thinking they can cynically use it. But then again, realizing that, well, now realizing that they do not have as much control as they think they do. So now they're trying to regain control again. Um, so now, like, there's their like the pro-Trump camp. Which is a pretty significant number of not just, like, Republican Party voters, but, like, the Republican Party, like, apparatus. Yes. Trump was in control for four years. Well, one, the, you know, the fucking, uh, the, the Q people and all that stuff, but that, that kind of model of people have, alri- have, like, already been growing in the Republican Party apparatus um, before Trump. And then with Trump, it's just, they're fucking everywhere now. Um, and, and, like, they after this whole insurrection thing and then with them losing <laughs> they don't know what the fuck to do like they they've been told that like trump was gonna fucking you know incur martial law and like arrest everybody so now they're and that never happened so now they're fucking pissed and they're looking for somebody to blame and they're blaming the establishment republicans and the dems and the leftists and the jews and all this other stuff uh, so now there's like a big fight in the republican party um and trump is probably gonna make it worse because he said that he's thinking of creating a new political party a third party and remember trump is not a stranger to third parties he was a part of the reform party back in the day yeah i I remember looking up the reform party because when i was a kid i was like oh reform party that sounds i like the name it's like oh they're actually hyper reactionaries (laughs) Like, uh, that make, like, the fucking Republicans look like normal people. <laughs> yeah, they're weird. They're weird. They got co-opted by the really hyper-reactionaries. When when they were ran by Ross Perot, because it was basically his vanity party, they were actually, like, in a weird way, hyper-centralist. They were hyper-centrist. And that was... Uh, appealing to some people where it's like don't fuck with my money and don't fuck with my like abortion but that's a different story we could talk about the reform party any other time but (laughs) trump trump starting a new party would be uh a death knell to the republican party it'd be done it'd be like the Whigs. yeah and no and especially because trump again is a very he's a he's a very egotistical person who doesn't like losing 
Um, he already lost a fucking election. He doesn't want to, like, lose... Because, like, he's probably going to try to run in 2024, but if the Republicans really start to... Because, like, they are really trying to stonewall him. Because a lot of them are like, well, you already lost. Uh, like, and then you try to kill us. We don't want you anymore. Um, so, like, he might just leave. And, like, there, there was... There's already been multiple... There's, like, there, there's already been a few polls by of, like rank and file Republican voters. And like, I think, I think it's like usually over 60% would fucking leave the Republicans and join, uh, Trump's party. And, and I know that uh, that would include a decent amount of fucking, uh, Republican, like, uh, local and state people who are like, have a way bigger problem of like QAnon and like, uh, militia and like fascists. Um, taking over like local and state parties, like just look at Arizona, mm-hmm. um, and uh, there will probably be a few fucking Congress members who would go with him too. Oh yeah, they'll they'll have some real power. Yeah, like they they would have an actual they would have it because like the only way any third party could actually succeed in this two party system was if they already had a significant uh, party apparatus already in in place. Which would basically be these local and state par- like Republican parties who would defect. They already have. They would already have to have like standing, uh, political standing, um, in the political environment. Um, you know, which you know, it, you know, it, it's it would be a lot easier if they had like uh, a sitting Congress member um, than like having to go up against two other parties, with one of whom was is already incumbent. Like just be the incumbent. That that that's so much easier for a third party to do. Yeah. That's why a, a Trump like a MAGA, like a MAGA party, whatever the fuck you call it, Patriot Party, MAGA party doesn't matter. The Trump party would actually have a very serious chance of supplanting the, the Republicans, and then all the Republicans who like don't want to be part of that, um, and then got their ass beat, they would become refugees within the, the in, within Demo- within the Democratic Party, and then that would cause their, the Democratic Party to go even further to the right. Yeah. Because, holy shit, I, I bet you, fucking Nancy Pelosi, Steve Mnuchin, no, not Steve Mnuchin, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. uh, fucking, what's his face from West Virginia? Oh, Joe Manchin. Manchin. That fucking Joe problem. Manchin, Joe Biden, they would love to have, like, all, like, the, you know, moderate Republicans or whatever join the Democrats, because that was their whole point, right? Yeah. They were going to go after moderate Republicans in the suburbs. Yep. So that would, I mean, I think there would be almost a complete realignment. I mean, obviously, one of the third party options were that the centrist Republicans start their own kind of Lincoln project party. But that seemed like it's just doomed to fucking fail. Um, But I mean, it could be such a big rupture that it could take down the Democratic Party, too. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think so because the well one the american left i don't think is anywhere near strong enough as the american right um like even if like dsa spusa uh the greens um the like uh like all the left-wing groups who aren't part of the democratic party even if they got together and then were like joined by like the progressives or whatever like the, the real progress not like the faux progressives but the actual progressives in congress like that would not be enough they wouldn't have 
the the party apparatus. They wouldn't have already sitting members of Congress or sitting state senators or whatever, or like state council or whatever, or like local councils. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have any of those things that a MAGA party would. And it would almost immediately fall apart because now your vote's splitting four ways. And that's an absolute shit show. If we learned anything from like the, from like uh, parliamentary first pass a post systems in Europe, just looking at the UK, it would be a shit show. (laughs) An absolute fucking shit show. Like a party would get 25% of the vote and like somehow have a majority in Congress. (laughs) Yeah. But you would have to. Well, they'd have a plurality in Congress, not a majority. In order to get a majority, you'd have to make some type of coalition. And I think that would actually be somewhat beneficial because then you have to have at least a program that everybody's on board with and have to try to execute. Um, At least until the next election. Um, So... If this left party, let's say, for example, happened to get 15% of the vote, say in a presidential election, and that kind of trickles down to where, you know, there's like 15% of local state houses or something, that's a that, party you're going to have to buck with. That's no, actually because, real power. I, I have to disagree with you there because that's not how first past the post systems work. Um, you can, I mean, if, just look at the UK. That's that's a system that where I'm imagining where uh, we have four political parties. It's because the UK also has first past the post, where you know the Greens, the Liberals, um, like uh, all all those like third parties that are on like nationalist parties, like uh, the the Welsh and the Scottish parties. Um, they have pretty significant number of votes, but they only have like one or two people um, in like in parliament because you need a plurality um, to win a seat. But you can have fifty percent of the of the vote nationally, but if they're all spread out over the entire country, you would not have enough to win locally. Because like you might be able to have enough to like win a very small handful of like local races. Um, you might have a few strongholds, but you wouldn't have enough to like win consistently. It would probably be the Democrats or the, or the, or the, or the, or the Patriot party. Just if you just look at, uh, of like how people are going to break, um, that would be, those would be the two major parties. And then the old school Republicans and whatever the left coalition is would be the, the kind of like the. You know, the liberals or the greens uh, in fucking Europe, like where they're just kind of like this rump party that kind of ex- has a few strongholds. They have a decent amount of the, like a decent, a decent amount of vote uh, percentage wise in the whole country. But because they're not concentrated enough to overcome the other three parties, they're never able to win an actual seat in fucking Congress. Well, um, so that, that's, okay, that, that, that's why and I it, think that's it's a, it would be a shit show. But the thing is, it's, it's just like, OK. Look at how the independent senators have to caucus with somebody. Now, well, if you that, got, that, that assumes they have they get the seats to begin with. That's that my point. Assumes that's, they that's, win. Well, I, I'm well, saying I'm, they will. We don't we don't vote for party. We vote for the candidate. So let's say if, people vote for parties, dude. Come on, let's let's no, be honest no, here. No, but that I is, mean, who gets elected? I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. If you 
got, let's say, a dirty bait, because we're talking about disintegration of existing parties as is. Okay. Not, you know, let's start a new party and we're going to take down this, the established parties. It's a disintegration and everything's, you know, you have the rump parties and then you have all the other pieces of parties that are kind of baby parties. So let's say right now the squad or the added squad, all of them were like, okay, fuck this. We got enough support. We're going to be in the, the movement for a people's party. By having those 10, 15 people in the house, Nancy Pelosi, in order to have her seat or maintain that, because you would have to have a majority, she's going to have to cut some deals and she's going to have to cut them in. So, and therefore, they have more power politically in the way the system is set up because it's set up to kind of, in some ways, favor the minority. Because that's why the Republicans always get what the fuck they want. That will be the difference. Because if we're talking like transforming the system to something more European, I, I think I, I see your point and I get that. But if we're, or if you're talking about, oh, we're just going to start this party from scratch and maybe a bunch of Democrats will come over, which I think that's probably not easily going to happen. That's. That's another thing, too, and I agree with you on that. But if the squad plus decides to say, fuck it, we're banding together, we're our own party, we're our different party, you're either going to have to deal with us or not. They can, hold, the, they can I, hold them hostage. Uh, again, I, I think that that's assuming that because again, I, I'm just assuming like there's gonna be four different parties. There's gonna be the Republicans, the Democrats, the Rump Republicans, the Rump par- Democrats, the Patriot Party, and then whatever the fuck the left the left party is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a again you're that would be assuming that like because because that the first elections where after the break would be where okay everyone kind of sees where they're at and then they negotiate to reform parties or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. That's when the alignment really happens. Um, where, you know, the, I, I just don't think the, the left would have enough of a vote share, um, to even have, again, maybe a couple seats in, in Congress, but never enough to really be a serious force. Um, if only, if, if, if only because of how, these votes work locally and the fact that they're so spread out. Like, yeah, they might have it a lot nationally, but they'll, you, you have to look at the individual uh, states and, and uh, voting districts and see how the vote is dispersed there at, at the local level because that's what decides who the fuck is going. Like, a, a, a Democrat could have 30% of the vote and they could win... Uh, because the left has 15, uh, Patriot has like 25 and then fucking, uh, fucking, uh, the Republicans can have like the rest or whatever. Um, like it, it, it just, again, you don't have to win majorities. You just have to win pluralities. 
in first-past-the-post systems. There's no runoffs, so, like, that would just be it. Um, but again, that, this is all electoralism, which I think is bullshit anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just, I really needed to put a point where, like, uh, I, I don't think we should do elections anyway. I don't, I personally don't think the dirty break will ever happen, even if the Republicans have a dirty break. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of Democrat-loving DSAers out there, man. I know they try to distance themselves, like, oh, no, we're this or that. But it's some, Not even I mean, that, just, up, like, people ass. in general. Like, people in general are basically, like, have, like, Stockholm Syndrome with the Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it's... it's Again, we're, we're purely talking hypotheticals, which, again, I I think we both firmly agree will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that has a real possibility is, like, Trump splitting the, the Republican Party. That, that at least, is, like, something. But that ultimately depends on how Trump feels. <laughs> That's true. Like, does he want to fuck over the Republicans as, like, a final fuck you, you know? Yeah. And, and the weird thing is, like, there's part of me that's like, yeah, he should do it. Fuck him over, you know? But then no, but, I'm like, what's that actually is going to be worse to me. Yeah. Like, if, if they split and then they, they win their fight against the Republicans, they, they subsume, they, they take the Republicans' place in the two-party system. Holy shit, the, the MAGA party would be fucking hell on earth. It would be full of people who, one, are like, it, it's just a cult of personality around the Trump family. Um, two, they would be like, full-on conspiracy theorists and, like, fascists, like, actual, genuine, like, they would all be Stephen Millers. It would be nothing but Stephen Millers. Um, <laughs> Stephen Millers and, like, uh, and, like, uh, Representative Green. Like, that would be the model yeah. of, of who the fuck is in that party. And then three, they would be far, far, far more accepting of political violence against anybody, regardless of whether they're, you know, poor people, uh, you know, state bureaucrats, or, like, sitting fucking Congress members. Um, they would be far more willing to use violence against them uh, to, to further their political ends. Yeah. That would be fucking way worse than, <laughs> than whatever the fuck we got now. Like, yeah, now sucks, but it could be so much worse. Because <laughs> so it's like, you're a two-party state. They, one they party... would have actual paramilitary. They would have an actual party paramilitary. Yes. So you got two-party state. One party is a corrupt, centrist, party and then the other one is a fascist party with a paramilitary <laughs> yeah it, that that would basically be like the worst case scenario yeah it might happen that's like i think just a 35 percent chance that will happen <laughs> depressingly high chance Again, yeah. no, no, again, it's all dependent on how trump whether or not trump wants to fuck over the republicans one last time that's it. That that's the thing that decides this is how one man feels today. <laughs> Trump is gonna wake up. It's like you know what? Fuck them. Yeah, see, <laughs> and like, just nuke everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So on that depressing journey, and uh, I think a glimpse into one of the alternate realities that we may face as our actual reality. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can go down this wormhole too much further. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dark hole, man. 
uh, it, it, you know, he stares to the void. The void stares back at you. You know, it's that kind of shit. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry to leave you. Sorry to leave you on a downer, folks. <laughs> but that's that's where we're at. And um, all I can say is, if you haven't learned anything about solidarity economics, you better get on it, or otherwise, I'll meet you in the Thunderdome. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> See you later, folks. Okay. Uh, that about does it, gang. Um, we reached the end of another episode. Remember to follow us on Twitter at movement underscore color. And maybe kick us some cash at our Patreon site, patreon.com backslash movement of color. Again, my name is Brandon Peyton Cadrillo. Adios.